I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That story, yeah. Growing up in Spanish Harlem, mm, yes. She living a life just like a movie star. Hang on, oh, hang on, Harlem, oh. Harlem. Can I just get you into the course? Yeah, but he's growing up in Spanish Harlem. You're not growing up. I'm not having to go to Harlem, but you're not going to grow up like a movie star in Spanish Harlem. It's like no. it's like growing up as a as a movie star in Croydon. Maria, Maria. <laughs> she fell in love in East LA. Make oh, up your mind that's where more you like are. It. But yeah, she she transcended. To the sound of the guitar. Play yeah. yeah. by Carlos Santana. Oh. Hello, Carlos. <laughs> Big Tash. <laughs> stop yeah. the looting, stop the shooting. Parking on the corner, and the deep getting richer. Something else. I'm in the pub, it's getting poorer. See, I'm on my beer around the corner, picking yeah. the ways to make it better. In my mailbox is an eviction letter. Right. An eviction. Somebody just yeah. said, see you later. Ebola, hamadola. Oh, that's my favorite bit. Ebola eater. Ebola. I think he says Ebola eater. Ebola eater. Ebola eater. I'm feeling kind of ill. Ebola eater. Why did I eat Ebola? It's a bad disease. Maria, Maria. Great. Love that song. Yeah, I'm glad you brought it back to me. With Wycliffe, Wycliffe. Well, Wycliffe. And the other guy. Yeah, he just says West Side in that song, doesn't he? East Side. So he gets royalties. Is that, is that it? Your eyes. Yeah. I mean, he might have produced the song. Right. It was in his heyday, wasn't it? It was his pomp. When uh, that other one came out. Santana song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That Spanish Harlem um, Mona yeah. Lisa. Smooth. Smooth. That's it, the one that's called Smooth. Featuring uh, Rob Thomas from right. Matchbox 20. So Santana got around. a band that never got bigger. Oh yeah? Well Santana had a huge career in the 70s. Right. 60s and 70s. Kind of disappeared in the 80s and came back with this album uh-huh. that was fucking huge. Right. Because it had And it's just like the ocean under the moon yeah. it's the same as the emotion oh. that one that one give me your heart make it real oh else we'll get up all that and then he, go, he goes bow, 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 bow. it's interesting that I have a guitar here yet I cannot play it and I'm well you, you're Santana I mean you're I'm not knocking Santana I love yeah, you're quite high I mean you, you know, I, admitting that you can't do a Santana he solo. does Santana does like to solo 
in between the lines of yeah. the lyrics very consistently. He likes to bring a little. And what I look, I've been because I downloaded the album this week because the sun came out and I was like, I think I'm going to download some Santana. Right. And I downloaded this album this week and I started listening to his guitar playing on this album. Yeah. And it's in between every line. So someone goes, and I saw you on the street, and then he goes, and I started listening to it, just thinking, what if that wasn't a guitar? What if that was his human voice? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he's just because he's literally putting his mark on the album. there, there is a chance that they recorded the whole album and then he just yeah. went in and soloed over it. It's like the audio equivalent of photobombing <laughs> someone, isn't it? He just kind of thought, it's not, it's not his album, is it? But he's, just, he's gone into the back of every shot and gone, look at me. I'm Santana. Oh. <laughs> still, hey, what's up? Still, still here, guys. I'm going to stay in for a little bit more. <laughs> I play electric guitar. <laughs> it's, it's the whole album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, hello. Just him filling. I just, I just love it. I like this. <laughs> I, I like to pretend that that's like what his voice sounds like. This is this. I mean, who can forget this summer classic? Yeah, it's great. Here we go. Great. My Spanish Harlem Mona Lisa. Oh yeah. It's just every yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still here. <laughs> it's my album. Yeah, Because yeah. it's, it's basically like he doesn't sing. No. So he has to say he has to make you make sure you don't forget. Yeah, he has to make make himself prominent. That he's on. That, that it it's is. his record. Mm-hmm. What he does in Maria Maria mm-hmm. is he manages to double down on letting you know that he's on it. So right. he plays Spanish mm-hmm. over the in between the vocals on the verse. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. Oh. Is yeah. It Santana? Yeah. I wish I knew if it was Santana. Yeah. Well, how could we oh. possibly tell? If only we had another sign. Um, Maybe this. Oh, oh cool. Right. Oh, it is Santana. Oh, I thought it was Santana. It is. Oh, there we go. It's the electric Oh, there guitar. he is. That must be him. There we go. That must be him. I was unsure. Mustachioed bastard. <laughs> Pickpocking on the corner. Right. He tried to say. Is <laughs> it meant to be pickpocketing? He's in the studio. Goes stop the looting, stop the shooting, pickpocketing. Oh fuck's sake! We, sorry, <laughs> rewind the tape. Rewind the tape. Yeah, yeah. Stop the looting, yeah. stop the shooting, pickpocketing on the. No, yeah. fuck's sake! C- come on, guys. Santana's coming in in a minute to solo over this. We gotta get the vocals down. Go on, TikTok. Pickpock. Stop the looting, stop the shooting. <laughs> Pickpocketing and ding and ding and ding and ding. Oh, for fuck's sake, just say pickpocketing. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. No one will really notice. Everyone will be dancing so much, they won't even listen. Um, fuck yeah. A bowler eater. So you had a bit of a Santana renaissance. Renaissance ago, like you went. You were transported back to those heady nineties days. I just, I just, I just love Santana. Yeah, I, was it nineties? I think it was. I think it was. It was nineties. It was. Wasn't it? I remember being late nineties. Yeah. My no. dad bought the album on compact disc. Um. Anyway, uh, hello, 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 and welcome to the Excitable Boy Podcast for Wednesday, March the 29th in the year two thousand and seventeen. How are you? How is everyone? The clocks have gone back. Yeah, I'm livid. Daylight saving time, so the farmers can plough the fields. Is that in, why? In the light. Oh, really? That's what it's for. Oh. It's because of Jesus went, 
Let him farm. Let the, farm let the farmers get to work. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, Benjamin Franklin that invented daylight savings time. Right. You know that? No, I did not know that. The guy from the Illuminati that invented loads of stuff. The light bulb. Did he invent the light bulb? Right. And the did he invent Tinder? He invented Tinder. He invented for sure. Tinder. He it went, invented yeah, it went, the banana. Yeah, but daylight savings, light bulb, Tinder. The banana. He, he kind of leapt straight to. And he played all the drums. A dating app. He played all the drums on. Ozzy Osbourne's third album. On, only the third one. Benjamin Franklin. Do you know off. why I know that? I don't know that because I'm clever. I know that because I've seen the film National Treasure starring Nicolas Cage. Right. Because he says it. Right. So it might not even be true. Yeah, it's amazing how you use like secondary or thir- you know tertiary. Is it tertiary? Source material. and uh, I've just passed that off like yeah. it's a fact I know. It's not. I, it's I just... mean, I pretend I know something about Freudian psychology and it's all from, you know... Frasier. Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> and... And um, uh, Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> um, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, how was your Mother's Day? If you live in the UK, right? Does your mum expect? Did you get your mum a card? Or uh, she doesn't expect it, but you kind of have to do it. Oh yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't get me anything. No gifts. Yeah, no gifts. That always means I want something. That one. I got my mum a framed picture of us. Yeah. That a, a fan drew a picture of me and my mum. Yeah, I saw it actually. And put it on Instagram, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I private messaged her and got her to send it to me. Right, stuck it in a frame that I got from Snappy Snaps. Bob's your uncle. All right, so you got a fan to pay for your gift. Yeah, but I sent her. <laughs> I sent her some merch. Oh, that's nice. I sent her some t-shirts. You sent your mum some merch. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's pretty good. Good. Um, okay, so before we delve into this week's Excitable Boy podcast, mm. I'd like to uh, recount a story to you. Right. Of something that happened to me last night that has thrown my whole life into disarray. Okay. So I was in bed last night. Right. Just hanging out, having some me time, doing things people do when they're in bed. I had my laptop on, I was mm-hmm. eating a baby bell. You were eating a baby bell? Straight out of the wax. Didn't even take the wax off. You do that? I eat the wax. On How my many bed. baby I... bells do you have in one sitting? Three. Three? And I eat the wax. Three is your max. I'm surprised that you're more surprised... That I eat three more than that I eat the wax. I because I assume you're lying about the wax. I am am. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm in bed and I'm and I and I think oh, I'm going to find an Instagram picture for Mother's Day and saying Happy Mother's Day because everyone was doing it Happy Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. But then I thought instead of just posting a picture of my mom, I just thought I'd post a picture of a random black woman. Right. And I thought it'd be funnier. Right. If okay. it just wasn't my mom. Yeah. So I googled Oprah Winfrey. Okay. And then I thought, bit of an obvious choice. I'll, 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 who else? And I was like, Beyonce. What was your Google search? Were you going for specific names? Or Michelle did you... Obama. Well, this is where the story leads. Right. I Googled famous black women. Right, okay. And on the result page mm-hmm. was Oprah, mm-hmm. Janet Jackson. And then third was Mariah Carey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah, okay. And I looked at that and I thought, is she's that... not black. Yeah, is that bullshit? She's not black. No. I've looked at her my whole life, but I've seen that she's white. And then I started looking at her, and I was like, I'm so confused. Because there's something going on there. Right. It's it, it, it's not pure white, is it? But it's not black. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. She's not a black woman. No. No, she's no, not in my mind's eye. And I always thought that if you were a black person, it was because your parents were black. Yes. Right? And I've always considered myself mixed race, because I have a black mum and a white dad. Okay. And I started thinking about Mariah Carey, and then I just tweeted it saying, am I going insane, or is Mariah Carey black? Mm-hmm. And a bunch of people replied going, actually, she identifies as black, but she has a white parent. And, mm-hmm. then, I repl- and then I started thinking, well, then, then she's not black, right? 
Right. By the way, this is we're recording this show on her birthday, so happy birthday, Mariah, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> is, it, is it? She hits that high note, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. <laughs> Can't you be mixed race and identify as black? Well, someone said she's mixed race and identifies as black. What you got? You kind of got Mauritian. Someone said, replied to me saying, Obama and Bob Marley both have a white dad, mm-hmm. and they are both black. Okay. And yeah. that blew. That kind of made my brain melt. Mm-hmm. Because I realised yesterday that I am black. Right. So... I've never thought of myself as black. Okay. But apparently, having one black parent qualifies me as a black man. Well, you can... Do you know that? Well, no, well, I did not know that, no. But, but by you... that logic, if I have one white parent and one black parent, yeah. and I can identify as black, mm-hmm. then logically I can also identify as white. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm ever in a situation where I'm subject to some explicit racial bias, mm-hmm. like a policeman pulls his gun out, right, and I can shout, "It's okay, officer. I identify as white." Yeah, and he'll go already. Oh, sorry. Yeah, already they'll be feel safer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is Mariah Carey black? Am I black? Well, uh, if Mariah yeah. Carey's black, I think then I'm black. Well, I think you can ident- possibly identify as black. I don't really know. I don't know. Um, Mariah Carey, what? She has a black dad. Black dad. Right. No. And a yeah, white mum, black dad. Right, white mum, black dad. And one hell of a set of vocal pipes. Yeah, hell, great pipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, I guess that's her choice, really. You know? I don't really know what metric you use, like... and I've never lived that life, so, you know. Because I am... You're very, through, very, very white. very white. You're like Viking white. I'm very white. Hmm. Um... I'm confused. I've all, I've never thought of myself as black, but I've learned in the last twenty four hours that if I want to, can start can start calling myself black. I mean, in, in like blood terms, we're all mixed mixed up, aren't we? Well, yeah, except in the way that our but eyes in, see skin color. But we yeah, are not. but in like historical and and eyes, socio political terms. Yes, we are not. Um, it's 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 fucked. Yes, but you know, uh, I'm pretty pretty white, so I don't feel really qualified. <laughs> <laughs> to remark, to comment, to be honest. Do you see me as black? I don't. I just see I'm you also, as, a, I, I I see you as like, a douche. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm saying black so much that it sounds negative. I'm, I'm not. My mom's black. My yeah. dad's white. I just saw myself as sort of mixed. My, my parents never. Do you know how old my parents were when they mentioned to me that she was black and he was white, and I first noticed it. One ten. <laughs> Ten years well, of nice. being alive, but that's kind of nice, isn't it? That that kind of level of difference. They were just my parents. Yeah, it was not like it wasn't impressed upon you that that was re- you know crucial or significant. I've, we've got very radio for all of a sudden. And I just, I just find, it, I just find it interesting <laughs> that I could stand up in an argument and go, "You guys don't understand because you're not black." Oh right. And then the black guy in the conversation would have to agree with me. Well, actually, mate, you're not. Okay. You're not technically black. And then I can oh, go, actually... Right, right, okay. Now we're getting actually, towards Actually, Obama's black and he's okay. got a white dad like me. Okay. And he identifies as black. Okay. And I'm no president. Uh-huh. Okay. But I can also identify as black. Okay, so you're talking about leverage, you know. Pretty much. <laughs> in the discussion. Let's put it this way. Like, if the camera was pan... Let's say I got a job on a movie set, right? Right. And the camera's panning around the Starship Enterprise and it pans past me amongst uh-huh. all the people and aliens. You go, well, that makes sense. In the, in the Star Trek universe, it's a cosmopolitan cauldron pot of every race, creed, color, religion, and alien, yeah, right? Yeah. But if the camera panned across the cotton field during 12 Years a Slave, yeah, yeah. and it got to me, right. and then carried on panning, you go, hold a minute, you pause it and be like, whoa, 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 rewind that. 
I don't think he'd be there. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I'm not black enough. No. You know? I mean, yeah. I mean, say so. I've lived my whole life like I'm not black enough to be black and I'm not obviously not white enough to be white. It's right in the middle. Not really accepted by anyone. No, you're an outsider. You know? I shun you all the time. There aren't many brown singers of bands. Oh, I see. What, uh, I haven't really... Again, this is about white privilege, but I haven't noticed. <laughs> and so that is white privilege, isn't it? No, it's not. No, Because I no. haven't noticed it. I don't see that as white privilege. I see that as just not noticing. I think that's very healthy to not notice. Yeah, I mean... So like, if, you, if you looked at Block Party or Nirvana or Sepultura or, and, you, and you don't clock the race of the person... Yeah. If you're watching a jazz pianist and he's white and you don't notice, that's, well, it, that's healthy. Well, no, I always clock the race of anybody, but it just doesn't matter to me. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. There we go. So that's something I've learned this week, that yeah. I am black. That you're black. Should you choose to identify as I black? I am black. I can be black right. if I want. Black or white, mm. like Michael Jackson said. <laughs> yeah. You know? Let's quote him. In between singing about his rat and building a... <laughs> building a layer for kids. Park. Yeah. yeah, a layer. <laughs> yeah, layer. <laughs> um, what else happened this week? Um, there was the Love Actually... Mm-hmm. Reunion it was, yeah. For uh, Red Nose Day. So it was a nostalgia about a film that was shit in the first place. It wasn't shit. <laughs> the film? It was a Love Actually, film. come on. How can you not enjoy that film? When, okay, Liam Neeson, that- when Liam Neeson sits his son down... Yeah, great. And he goes, I've got a particular set of skills. Yeah. And, a, and I will find you. And, and I-, I will make her fall in love with you. Yeah, yeah. Or I'll kill you. Yeah. I remember that. That's a very touching yeah, father-son re- moment. Okay, I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to I'm going to name the characters. Right. And I want you to tell me what you what they're up to now. Have you seen it? No. Okay, good. Okay. Could, so could I just could I just say one thing? That in that film, um Liam Neeson takes a little 4-year-old on a poon hunt around the airport and it's really weird. A poon Go, a poon a hunt. A poon hunt. A really weird poon hunt. He goes, Go on, when he kid. runs through the airport. Yeah, and there's no that way kid, he would have been immediately yeah. shot. If that kid was black, right? <laughs> if that kid was at all Arabic. Or just wearing a, a white robe. Yeah, it becomes a very different film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very different film. No, he's white and blonde. Yeah. Let him run through. It's cute. Shots ring out. Uh Bill Bill Nighy, the singer. Yeah. Christmas number one. Mm-hmm. What's he doing now? Well, how old is he? Well, he would have been forty. Five fifty when what the he, film came out. So bollocks. He was older than that, wasn't he? He was forty-eight. Really? Um, what was he doing now? His character's doing now. Yeah, so sixty years old. 65. He's probably doing that. Character's probably doing ayahuasca in South America. Okay. Is it? Is he, who? Andrew Lincoln's the white guy. He's from Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, yeah. He shows up with those placards and goes, "I, I love, oh, I, I love I, you. I want to fuck you. I want to fuck you. Yeah. Even though you're my yeah, best yeah, friend's yeah. wife." Can we just, can yeah. we just please just was, touch it? He was remarkably unnervous as a character about pulling that stuff. Wouldn't it be amazing if there was five more cards yeah. after those ten cards? Yeah, you know, yeah. and he goes, and for now, just and Merry do- Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And then she's about to shut the door. He's like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. I've got five more cards. And he pulls it back and he goes, please just touch it. Yeah, please. Just and then he drops please. that card and he goes, can I just see one boob? Just one. And then he drops it and goes, how about just full on sex? If you close that door, I'll kill myself. <laughs> yeah, the last yeah, yeah, last says, one. If you close that door, I will fucking end it. You've signed my death warrant. <laughs> this is on you. Yeah. On you, it's My blood on your hands. Yeah. I think Colin Firth would have finally published his book because it's real life. The book would have failed. <laughs> and, it would have yeah. saw, and it would have been mulched. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'd be correcting copy on blogs now. 
<laughs> yeah, you okay. Know, for 150 quid a pop. Yeah, I can Dream, see that. Thinking of the glory days. I can see that. Yeah. I think of all the characters, they're going to be uniformly unfunny still. Yeah. Um, how was? How did they do Alan Rickman? Alan Rickman was... That was the only good part of the film, really. Alan. It was Alan Rickman and oh, um, been the a, other one, you know, Emma Thompson. I've been a fool. Yeah, I've been a fool. <laughs> I've been a terrible, I've been a terrible Jerry. classic fool. Jerry, Mitchell. Mr. Takagi. Takagi. I just went into a, a, a department store to buy something for my, for this woman and she knows now. Or, yeah. She's the damn face. But like, they, they were quite good. There was like a guy, you know, he didn't even cheat on his wife. Yeah, he did. He didn't. He was he tempted did. by No, her. he banged her. Oh, really? Because, sorry, he, sorry, 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 he in, committed adultery. No, because when she's putting on the necklace, she's, like, in her underwear. No fucking way. Yeah, 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 that's, that's what it is. That's not how I remember it. That's what it is. Alan wouldn't have done that. Alan totally Alan did, did it. not. It was all come-hither looks. Is um, Emma Thompson in it? Pro- I, I assume so. I have not seen it. It was for charity, wasn't it? Yes. So, I read something uh, to, the, to the effect of, it wasn't funny. But it was for charity, <laughs> which, is, which is fine. So you can't really, you know, diss it too much. Uh, what else happened this week? There was uh, obviously a terrorist attack. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to talk about that? Um, well, you know, what do you want to say about it? I mean, it just happened. This guy. It's very bad. Very sad. Yeah, I mean, you know, it sucks. <laughs> it does. I mean, yeah. Am, am I allowed to say? Right. Firstly, I don't want to do down what happened. Obviously, it's very sad when people innocently lose their lives yeah did we overreact a little bit um was there a mild overreaction like it was kind of being treated like this huge coordinated terrorist movement yeah I mean even the word terrorism I find a bit offensive talking about this because it wasn't it just a crazy guy yeah, basically. I mean, the reaction is was far too big from the perspective of it was taking the event and playing it into this wider narrative, which it didn't really get, cohere with. So, like, you had this guy who was Kent-born. Like, the, a lot of people just left. Wasn't his him. name Adrian? Yeah, he was born in Kent, and then he he's, he was obviously had emotional development problems, and then he was had a history of GBH. And maybe no, he didn't have a history of GBH. He had one count of GBH. Oh, okay, and fifteen years ago was his last criminal conviction right. for owning a knife. Okay, well there you go. But, um, Possession of a knife, but that doesn't make you a terrorist. But some some of the evidence that comes to light suggests that he had mental health issues, and then he was, you know, I think maybe radicalized in a crude way in See, Birmingham. But maybe. even even that, I find interesting. Like just to pledge to say that you align yourself with ISIS. Does that just is that all it takes to be a member? Yeah, that's like if I'm about to do a gig and I just say I'm in Mumford and Sons. That doesn't make my band. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make me be in no. Mumford and Sons. No, you know. But it makes you a monster. So I'm paraphrasing. That's a Dave Chappelle <laughs> yeah. joke, by the way. Yeah, yeah, really. That's not mine. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you know, it's true. It's like just because you say you're something doesn't mean you are it. You know. It's just I find I mean, it interesting. You know, what? I feel like we should consider ourselves lucky that we live in a country where national press of huge terrorism is the death of five people, including the guy that did it. So, technically, four innocent people. Yeah. Right? We should consider us very lucky that that's the worst thing that's happened this year, you know? Like, yeah. if you consider what's happened in Aleppo. Oh, no, or, absolutely, You know, yeah. all these, like, places that are just being bombed and hundreds of people are dying daily. But I think what you have in this country is you have the, you have the media and then you have, in the way in which they're reacting to it, which is kind of a bit more, and then you have <laughs> people who live in London, for example, who've had, you know, who've lived... 
sporadically, maybe not through the nineties so much, with terrorism from the IRA, and the and, and they're also the the kind of kind of blitz spirit. It's, there's a certain fatalism with Londoners and, and with people in Britain. They're like, well, you know. It's what happens. Well, it, what there's happens, the, but, but also what, there's a sense of proportion to it. I think the reaction of Londoners was amazing. Everyone was just like, yeah, fuck, no, nothing, it's the same. The next day, everyone was like, well, fuck it. Nobody cared. I was basically. out, I was out on the street an hour later. Nobody cared. Yeah. Essentially. I was, I was and, walking past Westminster an hour later. But to call it terrorism is, um, is interesting because, you know, isn't. Like, I remember. I was in uh, when I was at school. We were talking about terrorism. One of the teachers said the IRA, like one of them, put a bomb in a car that was on a uh, a, a spirit level. Right, it was connected to a spirit level. So when the guy got in his car and backed down his driveway, which was on a hill, his car exploded. Oh, okay. And then you know, obviously, with nine eleven, it was there were very coordinated attacks. Yeah. And like, I think to to like bulk that in with this one is kind of an insult to terrorism, in a way. Yeah. Because it's just some fucking nut job. Yeah. Who? Who? And again, I'm not saying that. It, obviously, it's horrible that people died, but it could have been a lot worse. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, like, I think, I think the security services foil big things a lot of the time, and you don't hear about them. Yeah. And they have. Uh, but the the peculiar thing about this one is, I don't really think they saw it coming because it was a guy who was a bit crazy. Yeah. And uh, and so that was kind of the problem. I, I have no doubt that security services doing exceptional stuff. In, in preventing stuff that we don't know about. Because I'm very surprised it hasn't happened more. I would be interested to see just how many people died on that day just because of, like, I don't know, like a lack of funding in the NHS. Yeah. I would yeah, be yeah. interested to see that. Because right. isn't that a worse form of terrorism, having your government slowly strangle your 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 healthcare system yeah. so that they can make more money isn't that a worse form of terrorism than some guy who probably if he could have got help on the nhs wouldn't have done this um maybe yeah. i mean that's a huge no 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 huge I, leap to make well they're both bad but yeah from a utilitarian perspective yeah it is worse anyway sorry i didn't mean to get serious there i just <laughs> <You know>. um <laughs> yeah uh so um i don't know i feel like we've that was, i think yeah it's quite dry wasn't it well, it's fine. I mean, things. Well, we we can to, talk about things. We can. Well, yeah, but we need to lighten the mood now before we go to the adverts. We do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, we'll be back in a sec. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Excitable mm-hmm. Boy podcast. The first Excitable Boy podcast we've done this year where the sun is out. The sun is shining. The weather is sweet. Yeah. Makes you want to move your dancing feet. Um, anyway, so every week you can write into the show, uh, ebp at excitableboypodcast.co.uk. 
any problem that you might be having. Come in, sit down, open the door, lay yourself upon the sofa yeah. and explain to us your problems. We are your unqualified online agony advice. Uncles. I feel weird saying uncles. Sounds Why? creepy. Yeah. Uncles are creepy. You know, every family's got a creepy uncle. First cousins. That's a bit weird. <laughs> we are your agony uh, friends. Yeah. Right? Okay, so also, um, we got a request. We got a lot of requests this week because apparently the song we did last week. Yeah. I had, we had, I had people asking me how long it took us to rehearse that. Yeah, no, it didn't. It we was, just made it up on the spot. If you if you listen to it regularly, you, you know that a lot of the songs are just fumbled. And uh, no, we just made it up. And uh, <laughs> somehow last week it worked. It was okay. And uh, we got a lot of messages from people thinking that it was... Um, a song that we'd actually sat down to write. It wasn't. It was just no. something we shat out on the spot. Yeah, you know. I think it's Infinite Monkeys writing Shakespeare, isn't it? I mean, we've been doing this for a while now. Um, so every now and again, by accident, <laughs> something good's going to happen, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've asked to do a sequel. We've been asked to do a sequel to the song. Right. Which okay. is a first. Yeah, it is a first. A part two. Right. A confessions part two, if you will. Okay. So uh, should we try it? Yeah. Uh, any problem you might be having. Uh, maybe it's a work problem, like... Mm. Is that it? Okay. okay, yeah, I remember that. You work in a workplace with a man called Toby, and it's all going quite well. You've recently decided to catch up on all the movies on Netflix, particularly the classic ones, and you tell Toby this, and he goes, oh, great. What movies are you watching? And you go, well, I'm watching Independence Day with Will Smith. And he goes, well, at the end, uh, they find a way of getting inside the um, actual um, spaceships of the aliens and they blow them up by, you know, breaking the code. Um, Jeff Goldblum helps them. Toby keeps spoiling movies for you. 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 And then you go, oh, okay, fine. Um, and next week you come in, you go, oh, uh, do you know what? I'm, I've decided to watch a film. Have you seen it? Have you seen the Terminator series? Because I love the Terminator series. You go, shut up, Toby. Don't tell me. Which one are you watching? Terminator 2. Oh, man, Terminator 2 is great. Right at the end, like, you know, Arnie comes back, but he's actually good this time. And he kind of saves them. In the end, he has to destroy himself in lava. And everyone's all right. What? Toby keeps spoiling movies for you. Toby keeps spoiling movies for you. Fuck you, Toby. Toby keeps spoiling movies for you. Toby keeps spoiling movies for you. Is there another one? Yeah. And then next week, uh, I, I think, you know, watch Notting Hill. Notting Hill. And Toby goes, oh my god, Notting Hill is fantastic. They, they get together in the end. What You think they're not going to get together because his heart is broken. His heart's broken. But And he rejects Julia Roberts. But Julia Roberts goes to, the, goes to like a press conference before she gets on the plane back to LA. And he kind of comes to a press conference. And he kind of proposes to her in front of the assembled press. What? And they end up together. Yeah. Sorry, can you say that again? And they end up together. Indefinitely. <laughs> Toby Spoilers for you. <laughs> Toby is spoiling movies for you. I never, I never knew what that word meant. Right, indefinitely. Yeah, when I first saw the film, she's like, <laughs> "Ask that again." Indefinite, indefinitely. Indefinitely. I remember just then, and, like, and then ah. fucking Costello. <sighs> she may be the face I can't forget. Yeah. She, she. Let's wrap this song up. Ooh, Toby keeps spoiling movies for you. Toby keeps spoiling movies for you. Toby keeps spoiling movies for you. Toby keeps spoiling movies. 
for you, for you, for you, for you, for you. There you go. There we go. That was good. Wow. I was like conducting. You conducted me. I conducted that. You just put out your hand and just... Maybe it's a... um, Yeah. Do we need to do all the other songs? We'll just do them shortly. We'll do, yeah, we'll do short yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a sex problem, like... Sex problem? No, it's oh, no. relationship Maybe problem. it's a relationship problem, like... Oh, all right. Okay, great. Okay. Okay. Ooh. You're going out with a girl called Sandra And you've gone on a few dates it's going really well and everything's fine until one day she says do you know what i think the earth is flat you laugh but she's being serious she thinks the earth is flat she goes to websites and your dilemma is she's really 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 hot really hot really 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 hot really hot really 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 hot really hot really hot really 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 but she thinks the earth is flat what do you do you're shallow what do you do? You just like the sexy time too much So you end up going, I agree The earth is flat And you bid farewell to science you bid farewell to science Bid farewell to science Bye-bye rationality Rationality Bye-bye-bye science Let's go on a cruise together and fall off the ends of the earth Yeah See how long you can keep that going Yeah Right, right, right in Well maybe it's a sexual problem like um you can only make love with feather boas draped round a naked body. That's pretty much that's it. Like a feather boa. What's a feather boa? A feather boa is like a feather kind of scarfy thing. Oh, that kind sounds of nice. A strip teasy thing. Uh, Deary BP. I'm dating a jazz musician and I hate jazz. This, this show's become quite music heavy, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. Like, the, like, the, like what's his name in La La Land? She didn't like jazz. I'm dating a jazz musician and I hate jazz. He's very talented at what he does and works so hard at it. And I try and show my support by going to his gigs. But it all just sounds like noise. And noise is in capital letters to me. Mm. It all just sounds like noise to me. Warbly, horrible noise. Mm. Is there any way you can quickly teach me something about jazz that I don't know? It all sounds a bit like everyone doing a solo at once. <laughs> yeah. um, I know, well, you're the musician. Why don't you tell, tell, tell me? Why don't you tell them, Josh? Give me, give me your, I'll give you the layman's insight. Okay. Yeah, I've got to think of it first. Oh, right. It's pretty simple to understand. So basically, there was a bunch of songwriters in, I guess, from the 20s onwards, like Scott Joplin, and then that went through to... I guess Cole Porter and Hoagy Carmichael and Johnny Mercer and Irving Berlin and all these people who wrote, basically wrote songs for stage shows and and musicals, right? Stage shows and then the Hollywood industry became movies, which then became musicals. Right. Um, Hollywood kind of started as musicals. And there were all these songs, these really, really well-written songs, very simple songs Mm. that were in these musicals like, uh, I don't know, My Funny Valentine and... uh, so in love all these like great show tunes mm-hmm. and then jazz singers like Frank Sinatra they started singing them mm-hmm. I mean, we were cutting forward quite going forwards quite a lot here but with jazz it was like it was a lot of jazz songs are performance of they're called jazz standards mm-hmm. which is you know learning these songs learning the melodies and then improvising over the melodies that's basically all the solo is mm-hmm. 
And once you, so if if you're trying to get into it, I'd say maybe just familiarize yourself with all those songs. Yeah, those hundreds and hundreds of songs <laughs> and hundreds of jazz standards. But you know, it's like just listen to just Google jazz standards and and listen to some of them. There's some fucking great songs, Autumn Leaves, and you know, it's a, it's an endless list of beautifully written songs. But she has like a, an aesthetic aversion to it. I mean, it's like a chemical. No, but thing. I didn't like jazz until I, you know, started understanding what it was. Well, also there's the kind of the more freeform jazz, and then and then well, the there's loads formalized. of different types. You like so maybe you mean should... like you mean like hard bop? Yeah. Well, maybe she should start with the old hard bop. No, don't start there. So start... starting with the alco pop. No, no, no. Start with like start with Frank Sinatra, liquor. then go to Chet Baker. Okay, Sinatra, and then, Baker, and then from Chet Baker, do like Miles Davis and John Coltrane. And then if you still don't feel it, just leave him. Yeah, leave the guy exactly in in his jazzy wake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, or just you know what I do is I just pick up an instrument and go to the gig and be like, you know what, I'm pretty sure I can do this, and just just see if you can pull it off. Right. You know. Yeah. See. See what it's like from the inside. Just see if you can just make up that you can solo over a song, and yeah. see, you might be able to do it. Go for that. You never know. You never know. Yeah, I think I think what Josh suggests is a good idea. The, those key key people start with those and try and get into it. Yeah, and then just you know play for time. Don't go to a gig for a while. <laughs> also, you may be shit. There's also that. Maybe yeah. Just, also, yeah. Maybe he's just not playing jazz very well. Know, yeah, you know yeah. when you go to a gig with someone who knows a bit more about music and they're yeah. like, "That was terrible." Well, go yeah, go to a gig with a guy who knows about jazz and just take them aside at the end. And go, what was he really like? Because I have no objective judgment here. Then they'll go, yeah, he sucks balls. Yeah. And they go, oh, good, a few. I might even like jazz now. Yeah, exactly. And I don't respect I mean, him. I didn't even know that. Well, I mean, I guess the first giveaway is that <laughs> yeah. he's playing a small plastic toy trumpet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, is that, is that a good I think enough that's advice? It. I think that's it. Just start with the greats <clears throat> and see if you can blood yourself. Oh, wow, we got a lot of letters this week. Okay. Uh, um, dear, EB, dear Josh and Tim, my husband and I just split I'm 29 and getting back into the dating world. Well, I've been on one date. A work colleague asked me out after my husband and I split up. Uh, My husband's ex-husband is the only serious partner I've ever had. And while I'm not looking to get into anything serious right now, I would like to meet someone and maybe even have some fun. I'm terrified of dating apps. They just seem so weird and backwards to me. Have times changed so much that I've just fallen behind? Or do you agree that they're weird? Any advice that you would give would be great. And that doesn't mean I want to date either of you. Why, why did you have to even... I wasn't going to ask you out anyway. Yeah, shut up. Bit, bit, <laughs> bit we big, don't want to go out. Bit big for your boots. You know what, let me tell you, you could do a lot worse than Timothy Dewberry. Yeah. In you fact, could do you know a, what? You could do a lot worse than Tim Dewberry. Yeah. What? Sure, he likes to wear jogging bottoms on weekdays. Hang on, what? But you could do a lot worse. He's a good man. I didn't, I didn't like the way you defended me that just then. What? Um, Why not? I, I think you've displayed the requisite arrogance of someone who should go on dating now, dating sites. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, she's gone, I don't want to go out with any you two guys. I'm still quite, you know, brilliant. Well, let's not focus on that. I think she was just making a joke at the end of the email. Yeah, well, you know, be funnier. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, right. So, fine. Yeah. Um, just you know, just find a way. There's loads of dating apps, though, aren't there? There's that weird one where you walk past someone, <laughs> you walk past someone, and you're like, oh, oh, someone who you fancy walked past you. Is that Bumble or Happen? No, I think it's got Happen. I haven't been on any of these, but what's Bumble? I don't know. One of them is one where only the woman can reply, and the other one, one is one where you walk past them, and if you fancy them, you can find them and go, oh, I want to. 
put things in your mouth, and then right. they go, "Oh, I want, I want things I in my mouth." Yeah, yeah I want, <laughs> but not your thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just you know, chocolate. Um, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's, go and have some fun. Make hay. You're only twenty nine. Yeah, that's a good age to get divorced. I do have a question about your letter here. Well, I've been on one day. A work colleague asked me out after my husband and I split. There's a backstory there that's quite interesting. Like, how soon after? Well, well what, how long is a decent amount of time? Well, just like, I just think it's funny that Barry in the office would have been looking at her going, oh, I wish she wasn't married. Mm-hmm. And then how soon after they split up did he ask her out? Because if it was the next day. Mm, it's creepy. It's a bit keen, isn't it? Ice cream, Ben? Yeah. Can you hear that? I imagine what Barry did was shoulder to cry on, you know, and then... Hey, if you ever need to talk. Yeah, never need to talk. And then... Hey, just bought you a latte. Then a, con- you know, then a, a hey. half-garbled confession of feelings in about commas. How you feeling? You know what? You then, could do a lot better. Yeah, yeah, and then... I always used to say if you were single, <laughs> I'd love to date you. Yeah, then two dates, pity sex, and then you just went, uh, not for me. <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember... Remember... Look at the classic. Remember how I used to say, if you were single, I'd go out with you. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't yeah, think you ever yeah, said yeah. that. I don't think you ever said yeah, that. Yeah. I, I did, I did, I did. <laughs> and now you're, yeah, single. Fancy, uh, fancy going to ZZ? Yeah, yeah, let's go to ZZ. You know, let's go to ZZ and tip the waiter. <laughs> <laughs> but tip, tip the waiter, not through the card machine. Tip, actually, tip the waiter because we're good people. Yeah, not give it to the man. Give it the cash. Give them the cold. Give hard them cash. the cold hard, which you probably should do nowadays. Yeah. Give the give the waiter your cold hard currency. Um, I think that as a uh, side note, di- dating apps are obviously stupid. Right, they're weird. I think they're make, kind of well. Think about what life was like before, where you know but you'd you, have to go talk to someone and, yeah, have, and have a personality. But, you know, but yeah, but you know, sometimes you're too shy, and you know, it's a nice maybe a nice tool for people to you know develop their creepy side. As Mate, well I as... did it, man. I had a Tinder, and I got I was on there for a month, and I got two matches. Right. It was very upsetting. Why did you... What did you write in your blurb? Do you have to write a blurb? It just said anal, question mark. Right, anal, question mark. And I only right. got two matches. Succinct and to the point, though. No, you don't get. You don't have a blurb, do you? Yeah, Tinder? Yeah. Or do you? I don't know. I know. What's that one where you write one for your friend? You write, like, a recommendation that for your friend. That sounds ridiculous. Yeah, I know. That's, that sounds like a job interview. <laughs> yeah. um, listen, if you don't want to do apps, then just go out. Go out places mm-hmm. and, and just... Be nice and smile. And also, if you're being with someone, you know, you just don't want anything serious, do you? So just go out and flirt. You know, when I go, when I got out of a long relationship in my early twenties, I was I. The best thing was going out and flirting. I just loved to flirt. I didn't really have to kind of go anywhere. Have you ever seen a man just trying to flirt with a woman? Like, what do you mean? No offense to every man alive. I did good flirting though. But almost every man alive sucks at flirting. I did good flirting. I did like tractor beam flirting. Do you know how that you lean slightly in and you just hold very good See, eye contact? This is this is exactly what I mean, ladies. <laughs> this is exactly what I mean. Every I thought it guy was going really well. Yeah. That they are good at flirting and they think they can say things like tractor beam flirting. Tractor beam flirting. Like I'm just gonna like they because basically they read the game. No, I didn't read the game. They read it was that just like that. Oh, yeah, it's just a uh, negging. Yeah, cool. No, I would never neg. I never negged. I'm too. I'm, I would never do that. I'd be too scared to. Or just like pe- peacocking. <laughs> I'd never kind of go. Yeah, I like that dress. Saw one a second ago, bitch. I would never do that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just think that. But she's gonna meet. You're gonna meet horrible guys. So maybe, maybe... But that's why you just fix it on flirting. You don't have to have sex. 
He's flirt. Yeah, but some guys just don't fuck off. You know, ever well, seen you it go happen? Out, you go Have out. You never seen someone just lean in in a pub and go, "So, uh, <laughs> seen that car outside? Mine, soft top. Yeah, it's got a loud exhaust. I, I had it, had it fitted." Yeah. What's your name? Huh? I like your dress. All right, can I grind you down? What are the chicken wings like here? <laughs> Over the huh? next hour. I'm really sorry, I'm just waiting for a friend. Well, yeah. until she, I hope, gets here, right. I will keep you company. Drink, drink, shot, shot, on me. Booker. On me. I have got plenty of money. Yeah. Uh, they don't take Amex, yeah? Found out the hard way. Right. Uh, so what's your name? Huh? I'm, I'm Barry. Just you know, I just with... want to say, whoever stood you up is an idiot. You know, mm. those guys... You're going to have to yeah. deal with that now you're single. I feel like I'm painting a very bad picture of single life. Yeah. I mean, you know, just, you know, I mean, I've given my advice, flirt. Enjoy flirting. Explore the possibilities of flirting and don't rush to, in, into anything. But don't go on, the, on those websites. Stay away from the websites. I say do it. If you, if, you, if you think you want to go on some apps, go on some apps. Stay away from the websites and do, you know, a nice flirt. Last letter. Dear EBP, my ex-girlfriend and I keep sleeping together. We can't stop sleeping together. (laughs) Sorry, I'm losing my voice. Now she has a boyfriend, but we actually can't stop. We're so physically attracted to one another, but we can't make a relationship work. I can't talk to my friends about it as we both have the same friends, so I'm asking you two, what should I do? So you're sleeping with a woman who's got a boyfriend. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, you obviously have a lot of sexual chemistry, but it's doomed to fail. Yeah. And it's destructive, and you should probably stop and uh, become more familiar with your your hand. Yeah, but you know, have you not ever had a relationship that's just so sexually yeah, like heroin, sex heroin? Right. Yes, I have. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's gonna be easy, but what's the end game here? Yeah, she's got a boyfriend. I mean, it's. I mean, firstly, it's bad. I don't think it's bad of you because you don't have a girlfriend. No, I think she's... A bit Judge curious. not yeah. yet yeast be judged. Yes. I think she's pretty questionable and acting like a prick because she's with an unsuspecting she's guy. She's having her cake and she's eating it. She's making up some cake. She's having her cake. Whoa. What are you doing? You're eating the cake? I, I t- think I'm going to eat the cake. Why would you have the cake and not eat it? Yeah, it's a weird phrase. Isn't it, it is very weird. I can't believe she's having a cake and eating it. <laughs> yeah, but what, so an what idiot. the fuck is that? What's that? Yeah, he's yeah. having his car and driving it. Yeah, yeah. You will not believe this. He has bought a pair of socks. Yeah. And he's wearing them both. Yeah. It's such a stupid phrase. You can just have the cakes and then stare at it and wank. She's got a boyfriend. <laughs> and she's still accepting your penis. But you shouldn't judge yourself, although what you're doing is quite bad, because she's having a cake and she's eating it. 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 Yum, 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 eating it. I'm having my cake with all the icing on. I've had a few cherries on top as well with some hundred and thousands too. I'm having my cake, I'm eating it Gobble, 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 I'm eating it Having my cake and I'm eating it And I'm probably got chlamydia (laughs) Anyway, that's it for the show Uh, Join us next week for more nothing Bye That was it Oh, I need to give an announcement Before we go Firstly, I want to say uh, If you have a guitar in London This is an unpaid advert Right. If you have a guitar in London, go take it to Stairway to Kevin if he needs fixing, because he fixed mine today for free. And where is Stairway to Kevin? Denmark Street, Soho. Denmark Street to Soho. Great name for a company. They're great. Stairway to Kevin. go up some stairs. 
to they're Kevin. Great. And the guy's called Kevin. They're great. Stairway. The greatest. And the other thing I want to say is my band, the Kenneths, on June the 4th, are opening for the descendants of Brixton Academy, which is... Uh, whoop, whoop. Yeah, it's a big deal for me. So That's please, great. please buy tickets and come. Yeah, it's going to be great. Here comes the music. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns